0: welcome to season four of a love worth dying for podcast this season is about tearing down idols in our marriages and families and replacing them with true worship to the god of our salvation make sure to follow us on our social media platforms and share the podcast so we may reach those in need of this information we are joseph and Janelle banks now let's dig in How's it going? Welcome to A Love Worth Dying For. We are Joseph. And Janelle Banks. Hope you're having a great week. We are well and continue to move forward every day, as scripture says, in spirit and in truth. Man, in episode 84, the last episode, we discussed about how God forgives us, even of our idolatry, and kind of continuing with that theme with this episode, which is entitled Forgive and Forget with a question mark. Because this is a big topic um, in the body of Christ. And you hear it also outside in the culture about forgiving and especially when atrocities happen. I know we're having a big war in Ukraine right now and a lot of people um, will not forgive Putin, the Russian leader, for what he's done bringing tanks and soldiers over the border um, for his own agenda or whatever he <laughs> why he wants to do it. So this ver- this, this, this particular podcast is going to deal with that in the eyes of the Christian. So for those of us who are his, we are forgiven now and forever. Um, it doesn't mean we can sin without judgment or recourse for the Spirit shows us our sins prayerfully and we will repent. And this is something which Jill and I kind of talked about. So I'm kind of hitting it right now because we're not going to really go into this aspect of forgiveness but there's two sides there's forgiving someone Mm -hmm. and then asking for forgiveness and that's something where there's a lot of discussion that has been a lot of debate about Um, and like I said I was on top of this later but I'm just gonna hit it right now Um, some people say that you know in order for me to forgive somebody they have to ask for forgiveness Mm-hmm. Um, in in response or prior to or however that may go, and you know there are people who believe that yes, that is true. You know, you know, when someone asks for um, asks for forgiveness, then we forgive. Or you know, should we be the ones who go on the offensive, or should we be preemptive, and forgiving those who sinned against us or who have transgressed us, and. You know, There are a lot of Bible verses that talk about forgiveness And we're going to go through a number of verses in this podcast um, But one of the verses that um, People take or use as a template When it comes to the idea of um, forgiveness Between two people, specifically believers um, Is that the Bible says in Romans five eight, but God demonstrates his own love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So because of Christ dying for us, um, before we were even born, before the foundation of the world, that we were forgiven of our sins. And some people use that as a a, a template to say that's how we should forgive others, that we should we we, we should um Forgive them of of whatever recourse happens to us, or shall I say, whatever sin they practice against us. We should forgive them of of that. Um, like I said, they take verses like that and they they apply it to how we should treat our quote unquote neighbors. Um, and while it's a good practice to have, and isn't problematic to practice, and we even saw a movie. I think we mentioned it last episode, Sabina, about. Mm-hmm. Um, a woman and her husband who was first a husband who became a Christian then he preached the gospel and also lived the gospel for his wife until she became of the faith at the end of the movie one of the people who was known for killing Jews at that time and they were Christian but who were known for killing he came to their house and he actually asked his wife he told the guy that hey my wife is going to do this and she's going to make you a meal and he went to his wife and told him who was out there she got up up out the bed walked to the guy looked at him and he looked shook
1: (laughs) right well i think the part you missed saying is that her family was murdered everyone in her family that is true um, was murdered and the likelihood of this guy being the one that actually murdered her family was very high. She didn't know exactly, but he was at the place and at the time um, in which they were murdered. So um, the likelihood of him, you know, being the one was greatly high. But regardless of that, she would have been, um, I guess I would say in a normal situation. (laughs) Normal. Normal, yeah. Most people would be quite they would be um, I don't know, furious, distraught,
0: uh, very upset. Angry, uh, but her reaction is one of grace that she went to him. She looked at him. She hugged him. Right. And he was just he welled up and he was caught off guard. Right. And she even kissed him. I <laughs> think she said didn't she say I forgive you? right and then she went she said stay here and i
1: think she also mentioned why she forgave him because she was forgiven right um and i think like in the movie early on when she was uh you know wrestling with the the idea of becoming a believer with her husband she um i don't remember the exact verse but i think this is the verse she went to roman's uh, 1220 um, mm-hmm. because it, that's the verse that talks about if your enemy is hungry feed him if he's thirsty give him something to drink and that was a a, a verse that she was wrestling with she, she just couldn't understand it and this was before um, she had lost her family and I guess it was kind of like I guess what you would call like a foreshadowing this, mm-hmm. now this movie was based on a true story but right. to me that was a foreshadowing to the fact that an enemy did come to her house and you know she was able to live out that verse because she wrestled with it and the lord allowed her to really understand the meaning behind that and i think the beautiful part about it all was the end result that guy ended up Becoming a believer right. And he worked alongside them To help the other he Jews, so, Jews right. right so that like for me Like like That was a very emotional part Because I could only imagine the pain She was feeling Now of course some time had passed Somewhat between the time Her parents um, and family Had um, been murdered mm-hmm. But That kind of pain and and feeling you know it can be triggered you know even with a long time passing um it's different than when you lose someone because it's hard to lose someone anyway whether it's to an illness natural causes or whatever um but to lose someone to murder like i've never experienced that but i've seen people that have and that's a hard 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 um, you know, a way to lose someone and right. to just see that someone could really look at what the Bible tells us to do and to not just do it because they think it's the right thing. Because she wrestled with this. She she didn't understand it. But then she came to a point where she realized, like, the Word of God is true. The Word of God is, um, you know what we need to obey. Um, there's a purpose for everything that God calls us to do. Um, and you know, one of the things we learn about, um, you know, forgiving others is that it could be like us shining our light so that others who are forgiven can see and they turn to Christ. Right. Um I think that's that when we think about doing the will for the Father and 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 living for him, living for him also means not just about our salvation or the salvation of those we love and care for, but prayerfully the salvation um, of all who will eventually come to repent and believe and live for Christ. Right. And we just don't know who that will be, but we are to um share the gospel preach the gospel live the gospel um and I think that's a beautiful way to do it is we need to always have a heart ready to forgive um and I think in the when you think about feeding somebody that's hungry we usually want to do that to someone we love someone we care for we like to as um women normally prepare meals for our family and um just thinking of someone that we may consider an enemy and doing that for them, somehow our heart has to be softened and humbled at that point in order to be able to do that. Um, and not do it in a grudging, um, grumbling way, but to do that out of love. And that love comes from us knowing Christ and the love that he has first
0: shown us. Right. And let me make a correction. Actually. Um, this is actually, these verses is mainly we're talking about, especially with, with Sabina, was not about a person who um, has to ask for forgiveness, but mm-hmm. um, talking about those who aren't of the faith. Right. And, you know, um, basically, can you forgive somebody who's not a Christian? Mm-hmm. So these are really what this verse is dealing with. When it comes to the um, other aspect of a person asking us for forgiveness before right. we can forgive them, um, you know, there are those who say that only a person who repents of their sin can truly be forgiven. Now, scripture, and that's talking about believers. This time about believers. Uh, now, Scripture doesn't say that, though. In fact, we are to be always forgiving our brethren. Um, that doesn't mean that continuous sin is to be ignored. Um, because Scripture gives us instruction um, on that in, in Matthew 18, 15 to 20. Talk about what you do. You go to that brother and then if, if they don't repent, then you go to an elder, bring another person, two people. And if not, you then go to the church. So there's, there's actually, the Bible gives us instruction on how to um, deal with an uh, an un, 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 un unrepentant believer. Mm-hmm. So there are um, methods and ways to deal with that. Right. But um, in Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 and 22, which is the next verse is right after that, um, um, okay,
1: you said Matthew, Matthew 18, eight.
0: uh uh-huh. um, chapter on um, verse 21 and 22. This is verse which kind of really hits the strings when it comes to um, should a person forgive or ask forgiveness before you can forgive them.
1: Okay, so Matthew 18, verses 21 through 22. Mm-hmm. Then Peter came up and said to him, Lord. How often will my brother sin against me and I forgive him? As many as seven times, Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but seventy seven times.
0: Yeah, well in my version says, <laughs> um, not to seven times, but up to seventy times seven. Mm-hmm. So. You know, which doesn't mean, okay, you have to do that multiplication and math, and that's right, how many right, people. Right. I, <laughs> but I, it's just, I, I it's almost them.
1: like a, a. It means
0: you just continue. Every time. You do, yeah. Every time you forgive them. Like I said, it doesn't mean that um, they can continue doing on what they're doing, or you can't go to the next step when it comes to discipline when it mm-hmm. comes to them. But it means you stay forgiven. So that whole idea of they have to ask for forgiveness for us to. Um, forgive them is something which is, is, is not stated in scripture. And in fact, you know, I've, we've seen different things, and especially when it comes to the news and people doing horrible crimes against somebody, and how fam- there have been family members who would say, I forgive you. And how could these people say, I forgive you to somebody who did something, you know, wicked and evil to their family? You see them in court. Mm-hmm. Saying it, standing up And saying to the judge And saying to the person who offended them How can we look at that person Saying that to them And we can't say to our own brother We forgive you mm. And they, we have to wait for them To ask for forgiveness For us to forgive them
1: But I think one thing to I guess recognize In the sense of a brother And we're talking about uh, Brothers and sisters in Christ Is that sometimes Sometimes Brothers and sisters in Christ may not be. Um, I don't know. I guess it hurts more maybe. And right. I, well, and like I gotta say this I... is like
0: family. You, your family, does something wrong to you. It will hurt you more than somebody who you don't know.
1: In in a sense, I, I guess sometimes it could be that it it hurts more when you think about it. And I, and I guess also it depends on what was done and how a person. Um, offended you offended you and how you perceive that offense right Um, because I think a lot of times we take the offense personally a lot of times right Um, and I'll even use the example of children a lot of times kids do things and um, I think recently I saw this again on online where it talks about what I would never say my children children would never ever do and um the whole point of the meme is that never say your children will never do a certain thing because at some point one of them may and, you know, a lot of times if your kids do something that you, um, you know, you, you, you've you taught them was wrong um, and you would expect that they wouldn't do it, but, you know, they're sinful beings and um they fall short too and they need the gospel um um, but they also need forgiveness right and uh i think you know you you hear people who say you know i wash my hands of you dealing with some kids who may have committed some kind of crime or went to jail for it or whatever um sometimes you see families uh break apart because of those things Mm. and um it really just makes you kind of think about what's the heart of those at the point of saying I would never forgive mm-hmm. um, now I know some there's some things that people could do to you that would be like whoa and it's very very hard um, you know and I guess when we think about forgiveness and the whole idea of forgetting is when we forgive like for instance going and giving someone a meal that's like something that's hard to do for someone that you have not forgiven Mm -hmm. um and the idea of me saying i forgive someone yet i'm not able to consider even having a level of close relationship with them then it's like am i only saying those words and then i have not truly forgiven
0: right and we have to be very mindful of that because we know that as we said, Christ forgives us, mm-hmm. and He continually forgives us. And hopefully, in our in our minds, we are going to the throne of grace, mm-hmm. asking for forgiveness when we know we have for we have forsaken um, Christ. We know we have sinned against Him. Mm-hmm. When the Spirit brings us realization of what we've done, mm-hmm. that we will go to Him. And but I
1: think the idea of the. You know the spirit convicting us. If if you're a believer and your your mind and your focus is away from Christ during a, a period of of time, you may not, you may be ignoring the spirit. Right. You know, Most as far as the the conviction, but we know that he is faithful um, to conform and transform us. Right. Um, but we know that happens through his word, and I think that's something we want to continue to um drive home is that the daily bread through god's word is so essential and so necessary um to a believer and if you're a believer who um has an unbelieving spouse Mm -hmm. um you know continuing to read your word in front of them Can continuing to display the love of christ continuing to live as a believer and not feel like well what's the point or whatever but knowing that you know by god's grace and mercy that person will see um and be able to come to christ as well and i think that was a beautiful movie we watched just yeah. going back to sabina because Her husband um, was converted first. Right. And she was upset about it. She
0: was very upset, yeah.
1: And um, just seeing how he handled it. Like, I'm just kind of thinking, like, I probably would not have handled things the way he did. um, Mm -hmm. But I see how what he did made an impact in her life to get her to the point where she eventually... Um, was converted so that was just you know by god's grace everybody comes um to him in a different Mm -hmm. means or method right but um it, it, it was something to think about when we talk about being around people who we love and care about that may not be believers um how do we still love and care for them and be for be there for them and support them and show them that we love and care for them
0: um, in
1: the way that we do things.
0: Most definitely. So as followers of Christ, you know, are we to believe or are to forgive? I'm, excuse me? Of course. Um, and how does that look? You know, um are supposed to always be gracious. We're always mm-hmm. supposed to be um loving and always supposed to show um the love of Christ when it comes to our forgiving. And if we are to forgive as Christ, are we also to forget? And Janil kind of brought that up. Mm-hmm. You know, you know uh, as, as Christ has forgiven us, he doesn't come back and say, "Ah, you sinned, now, well, mm-hmm. look what you've done. He right. forgave us once, he died for our sins once. And that death, um, that, that, that bringing, um, taking on our sin, mm-hmm. forgiven us from that point on. And mm-hmm. that's, it's, it's, a, it's a great message to how we should forgive others. And how's that look? And how's that work in our marriages and families? Mm-hmm. And Janelle kind of went spoke a little about that. You know, if if I do something against her, right. you know, or she doesn't. Well, does something I should definitely me, tell you. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, we would tell each other. But right. you know, if we, you know, we transgress one another, we should be there to forgive our our, our spouse. Mm-hmm. Um, we are to forgive our kids as showing them, demonstrating them demonstrating to them how the forgiveness of God allows us to be forgiven even of them and prayerfully like in the movie Sabina. And like we said, when it comes to um, the scriptures, um, how does that look? How does, how does that, how is that going to hopefully turn that heart of stone to a heart of flesh by the spirits um, changing of them? And hopefully, you know, we pray that these, 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 these works that we do, will be a demonstration of the love of Christ to others and that that they will see Christ as beautiful. They'll see him as wonderful. They'll see him as a forgiving God who, you know, they can see that they're not worthy of Mm. his forgiveness.
1: and, And that's something I think even you hear some kids say is, or young people, or even adults that, you know, I can't, be a believer right now because I'm not worthy or or I'm not ready and it's like well what do you think you need to be ready you know Um, and a lot of times it's it's them realizing their sinful and wicked ways and it's like realizing like hey that's the first step you gotta realize it and acknowledge it and realize like hey there's punishment for those wicked ways and
0: and, And I can't do anything of myself and you can't do anything right to to put myself in the same um, um, room of a perfect and holy God, I right. can't I can't do anything to take this sin off of me. I mm-hmm. can't I can't just wash my body or I can't just right. um, say do, some do some, as much do some good things good, or say some right. good things to, to 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 for it to work. It don't work like that. You have to see yourself as truly needing Him, mm-hmm. and you have to see what He has done and what He has accomplished right. for us. Nine on um, the cross, right? Most definitely, and, and rising from the dead, Amen. and so so these are the questions that have been asked, discussed, debated, and, and and studied for many years, and you know, I think a lot of people and myself included keep returning to um, Matthew six, fourteen, and fifteen for help with these these quandaries as given from God the Son, given from Jesus, and He said. Um, in those verses for if you forgive others for their transgressions Mm -hmm. your heavenly father will also forgive you Mm -hmm. but if you do not forgive others then your father will not forgive your transgressions Mm -hmm. and see these verses followed um, Christ's instructions to his disciples on how to pray which is the Lord's Supper Mm -hmm. Um, this verse came right after the Lord's Supper Um, and they were part of a larger teaching called um, the Beatitudes which Christ gave this Mm -hmm. he sat his his Disciples and other followers, um, he took them away and then he just spoke. And he had this, it, it covers, um, uh, I think, the three chapters of him just speaking to them, giving them all, all these instructions. Um, uh, and and they, they were given to encourage them, um, to instruct them, to direct them, and prepare them on what was to come and how to respond. Um, those instructions are still relevant today. Now, even much so as a culture has become myopic and self centered. I was talking about the me generation mm-hmm. and, you know, everybody just doing their own thing and yeah. really not looking at, you know, how I could be a help. Or if they are trying to talk about to be of help or of service, right. it's for their benefit mm-hmm. or for some type of stat ranking, you know. <laughs> but, you know, this idolatrous generation worships self and self gratification. fortunately. Mm. Um, they embrace the lifestyle that the fall of man has bestowed. And because of you know Adam sinning and bringing the, the sin into the world, you know sin is rampant. And because of that, we talked about how idolatry, putting other things before God, right. has come into the world. Um, but you know what? And before Christ died for us and forgave us you know we were the same we were unbelievers ourselves we were right. we're no greater than anybody else in fact some people said that you know we probably were worse <laughs> <laughs> than people who are out there today saying you know we if Christ didn't save us we'd probably right. be wild and out you know even worse than they are oh, you know wretched man oh, that I am. Yeah, that's a song <laughs> yeah they love singing um but Christ rescued us and saved us from ourselves Christ. um he even forgave us for killing him you know people say it, it said that um, that it wasn't just the Jewish um, leadership or those Jews who were talking about crucify him, crucify him, who were guilty of his death, but all who were born in sin because that sin was placed on the Messiah. Um, but his forgiveness applied to all who would believe. Hmm. And Janiel is going to read um, John chapter 3, very famous verse. I Even mean, people who don't believe in God knows John 3.16. You think they do? Yeah, I believe they do. Not but a uh, funny part it. <laughs> They may not understand it, but they heard it. But she's going to read verse 16 to 21.
1: Okay. John 3, verse 16 through 21. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Hmm. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, But whoever does what is true comes to the light so that it may be clearly seen that his works have been carried out in God.
0: Mm. And it really just goes to show that, you know, he loved the world that much that not only he sent his son, but he sent his son to save us. We we're already judged. We we're already in our sin. We we're already mm-hmm. on our way to hell. Mm-hmm. But he came to bring the light. Mm-hmm. And even the Bible talks of believers as as um, lighthouses or, or right. at, on a hill directing others to the light. Right. And that should be us. We should be all lighthouses directing people to the light. Mm. Um, but a part of that is showing this light which we have in us and that's the to for, you know, forgive others, right. um, our brothers and sisters of, of, of wrongs they've done because it's a reflection right. of what Christ has done in our lives
1: yeah the change
0: that is and you yeah. the change is done and hopefully and prayerfully those who are not in christ seeing us what right. we do as a church body forgiving each other loving one another teaching instructing one another you know on um, being there for one another mm. that they will ask you know why do you do such a thing right and that will um, prompt us to then come with the gospel mm-hmm. even for our children in our homes it should be something that they see that Mommy and daddy's forgiving each other. They're taking care of each other. That that would draw them. There'll be aspects that would draw them, right. knowing that it was the gospel that saved us, and you know the gospel can save them too. Hopefully, that helps us with our families, our brothers and sisters and cousins and whatnot. Our larger family right. in general, they will see that too, right. and will bringing back
1: those relationships. You know, definitely. because forgiveness is not just. Saying the words, but is right. bringing those relationships to a place where you could be right with each other. And the same for us as believers. Yes, you know, God saved us, but we could live in a state where we're not truly in a right relationship with God, in that we are saying, I'm withholding forgiveness from someone um, who has not asked for forgiveness or someone who I don't believe really is sorry for what they did or you know whatever they I I guess in a sense us withholding forgiveness is like a selfishness right of it's course. like yes. we want what we want um and how we want it um but we we really want to take the focus totally off of us um and I know it's a difficult thing when we think about living the Christian life you know you hear about the straight and
0: narrow path like it right. ain't easy Right, <laughs> and, you know um, and you know what this is also the reason why um our, our baptism is very important mm-hmm. this is another reason why the lord's table is very important right. because you know in our baptism we're following christ as he was baptized right. and we are um, um submitting to mm-hmm. his lordship and submitting to his way right. and, and saying that you know as Christ um, has lived and died um, so shall I and mm. a part of that is that he, he went about and, 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 and rose again and we we're forgiving um, others as he has forgiven and in the Lord's Supper you know we, we learn in 1 Corinthians 11 that you know we don't take of the supper um, until we have made sure our relationships with our brothers and sisters are, are right Amen. And we have to make sure that, you know, if, if it's someone I need to go to mm. and, and forgive your spouse, or to yeah. ask for forgiveness, that's something I should do. Like, you know, say even in your spouse, we should do that before we take up the Lord's Supper. Right. Um, because this Lord's Supper is taken with the family and we come breaking bread and drinking wine together to symbolize our, um, uh, our, our, our oneness, our unity in Christ. Mm. And it's something which reminds us and it, it, it forces us. To be um, um, looking at Him right. as our Lord, and then looking at each other as our brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. and coming together as a family right. um, to to partake of this meal and to and to think highly and to glorify God. So mm-hmm. we really want to make sure that is a part of how we live our lives as Christians. That forgiveness is a part of that life, right. not just love, not just being kind to one another, and being. Um, but to forgive one another, mm. so this which is,
1: includes those things, <laughs> most definitely,
0: most definitely, and that's something which I hopefully um, you're 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 prompted to to think about when it comes to um, fighting idol idolatry. Is mm. that focusing your, on forgiving your brothers and sisters, not looking towards other things, not being focused on other things, but if we stay focused on Christ and not on those idols which try and come up in our lives, mm. then we will be better at forgiving our brothers and sisters in Christ, and we'll be because we'll be looking at Christ and mm. looking at how He dealt with the situations right. that came.
1: And I know there's other aspects to forgiveness, and Most if definitely. you would like to check those out, we have other episodes from our previous season Most definitely. in which we, um, uh, I guess I'll say, we discuss the nuances of. Um, forgiveness and things like that. Also, um, on our social media, I'll put information about how you can watch the movie Sabina because right. they've extended the time where you can watch it for free.
0: Most definitely. And further reading, Matthew five through seven, where I kind of talked about before, that would be a great reading to see what Christ said in the Beatitudes and how he gave those instructions. Hopefully, there'll be great instructions for you and your spouse and your family. So thank you for checking out Love Worth Dying For. We hope you are blessed by the content. Make sure to follow us on our social media platforms for additional content and please share our podcast. Don't forget to check out our previous seasons and eat for even more information to help your marriages and families. So for Love Worth Dying For, I'm Joseph. And Chanel Banks. Have a great day.
1: God bless.